أَفَلَمْ يَدَّبَّرُ الْقَوْلِ Have they not reflected over the Qur'an? Because sometimes we say, Oh, you know what? There's a lesson to learn from this. You know what's coming on TV? So much you can learn from this. Really? Have we taken all the lessons that we possibly can from the Book of Allah? That we have you know, exhausted the list of lessons that we can derive from the Qur'an. So we need something more than the Qur'an, like a TV show, to teach us important life lessons? on romance and on you know finding a partner or in business or in cheating other people or being clever and street smart and so on and so forth. We really need those lessons? أَفَلَمْ يَدَّبَّرُوا الْقَوْلِ Have they not reflected over the speech, over the Qur'an? Have they really given its haqq? And you see the mushrikeen, especially in their night gatherings, what would they do? تَهْجُرُونَ They would speak evil about the Qur'an. Why do you speak evil of the Qur'an? Have you reflected on the Qur'an? أَمْ جَاءَهُمْ Or has there come to them? مَا لَمْ يَأْتِ What has not come? آبَاءَهُمُ الْأَوَّلِينَ To their former forefathers, meaning their previous generations. In other words, why do they reject the Qur'an? Have they reflected on the Qur'an? Have they reflected enough that they disagree with it? And because of that they're rejecting it? No, they haven't. Or, this entire concept of scripture and prophethood is all too new for them. And this is why they're rejecting. Because now something has come to them, meaning the prophet or the scripture, has come to them, and this did not come to their previous forefathers. You see, when something is new, what do you think? Oh, this is new, this is strange. But the prophet of Allah, is that a new concept? No. The Prophet ﷺ was told to say, قُلْ مَا كُنْتُ بِدْعًا مِنَ الرُّسُلِ I am not an innovation in the messengers. There have been previous messengers. The Qur'an, is this the only scripture that Allah revealed? No, there were previous scriptures as well. So why do they deny? أَمْ لَمْ يَعْرِفُوا Or do they not recognize Rasulahum, their messenger? He's a stranger to them. They don't know his lineage, they don't know his background, they don't know about his character. He's a total stranger to them. So this is why they cannot trust him. They don't consider him to be reliable and honest. أَمْ لَمْ يَعْرِفُوا رَسُولَهُمْ Is this the reason for their rejection? Well, this is not valid. Why? Because they knew the Prophet ﷺ really well. He was one of them. فَهُمْ لَهُ مُنْكِرُونَ فَهُمْ سُدَيْ لَهُ for him مُنْكِرُونَ Ones who disacknowledge. Meaning they're disacknowledging him. They're not even acknowledging the fact that he is a noble man among them. He is someone truthful among them. Because you see, the Prophet ﷺ, his character, it was amazing, it was pristine, it was perfect. You know, if he said that he was a prophet, there was no doubt about that. Because when the Prophet ﷺ called people publicly, openly, what did he do? He climbed on top of Mount Safa, right? Correct? And what did he say over there? He called all the major, major individuals, families. And when they all came, he said, if I were to tell you that there is an army, an enemy that is approaching behind me, and you cannot see them because you're on the other side of the mountain, and I can see because I'm on the top of the mountain, would you take my word for it? And they said, of course we would. Why did the Prophet ﷺ say that? That I am telling you something that you do not see. Right? You do not see. But you trust me enough 
that you would accept my word without even seeing what I'm telling you about. You don't need many proofs. All you need is, I am telling you, would you believe me? They all said, of course we would believe you. And the Prophet ﷺ then told them about the Day of Judgment, about the oneness of Allah. And what happened? They all went away. They all ignored him. Allah says, أَمْ لَمْ يَعْرِفُوا رَسُولَهُمْ Do they not recognize their messenger? فَهُمْ لَهُمْ مُنْكِرُونَ And because of that, they're disacknowledging him? No. They know him. They recognize him. They trust him. They consider him to be trustworthy. So much so, that when the Prophet ﷺ was doing hijrah, what happened? He made Ali stay behind. Why? Because the Prophet ﷺ's house was like a safety deposit place, bank. Alright? Because people had deposited all their valuables with him. So he left and he told Ali to return everybody's trust to them, valuables to them. So what does that show? They trusted him with respect to their properties, with respect to their valuables. They knew that he was a man who would not lie, who would not cheat, who would not deceive. Why do you deny him then? أَمْ لَمْ يَعْرِفُوا رَسُولَهُمْ فَهُمْ لَهُمْ مُنْكِرُونَ What is the reason for denial? أَمْ يَقُولُونَ بِهِ جِنَّةِ Or do they say that with him is madness? He has gone insane. Is this why you deny him? Allah says, بَلْ rather. All of these are just excuses. They're just excuses. The real reason, the bottom line, the real problem is that جَاءَهُمْ He has come to them بِالْحَقِّ with the truth. He has brought them the truth. وَأَكْثَرُهُمْ And most of them لِلْحَقِّ for the truth كَارِهُونَ Ones who dislike. They don't like it. And because they don't like it, they don't want to accept it. And when they don't want to accept it, it doesn't matter who it's coming from, they don't want to take it. So this is the real problem. This is the real reason for their kufr. They do not like the truth. What truth? The truth of the oneness of Allah. Because what would that mean? Leave your idols. The truth of the day of judgment. They didn't like it. Why? Because what would that mean? Change your ways. They didn't like it. They didn't like the truth of the Prophet ﷺ being chosen as a prophet. Why? Because if they accepted that, that would mean accept his superiority. You see, the Arabs, they were very proud people. Each and every family among them was so proud, full of pride. And the evidence for that is the fact that in Makkah, there was no one king, there was no one leader. Why? Because they could not accept one king. They could not accept one king. Each family, each clan, each tribe considered themselves to be good. So you know what? We have our own leaders. And not one leader, multiple leaders. In Ta'if, when the Prophet ﷺ went to visit them, went to invite them, how many leaders were there? Three. Why three and not one? They were too proud to accept only one leader. So you think it was easy for them to accept one Prophet? No way. That is the truth. And they don't like the truth. They don't want to accept it. وَأَكْثَرُهُمْ لِلْحَقِّ كَارِهُونَ Allah says, وَلَوْ اتَّبَعَ الْحَقُّ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ وَلَوْ and if اتَّبَعَ الْحَقُّ The truth followed. أَهْوَاءَهُمْ Their desires. Meaning if the truth was changed, it was modified to suit their desires so that they accept it, then what would happen? لَفَسَدَتْ Surely it would be corrupted. What would be corrupted? السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضِ The skies and the earth. And not just the sky and the earth, but وَمَنْ فِيهِنْ 
And whoever is in them, everything would be ruined, destroyed. Why? Because people's desires, they keep changing. They keep changing. These past few days, did you hear anybody complaining about heat? I've heard quite a few comments. It's so hot. Well, just last week you were complaining, it's so cold. And now as soon as you get sunlight, oh my God, it's so hot, it's so hot, it's so hot. This is how we are. Right? I mean, you sit in the car, you open the windows, what happens? Can you close the windows please? Okay. Can you open them just a little bit? Okay. Can you close them just a little bit? Okay. Can you open them full? Okay. Can you close them fully? Okay. They're never satisfied. Correct? I mean, these are real life examples. I'm not making it up. It just happens with me almost every day. Almost every day. I open the windows. Can you close them? We're not satisfied. And forget about kids. We are like that as well. Right? So, وَلَوِتَّبَعَ الْحَقُّ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ لَفَسَدَتِ السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضِ If this universe functioned according to our desires, then you know what? Nothing would be functioning normally right now. Everything would be a total mess, a total chaos. لَفَسَدَتِ السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضِ So you know what? The truth is the truth. Reality is reality. What Allah has said, He has said it. Accept it. Take it as it is. You don't like it? Your problem. But it's not going to be modified just to suit your desires. Because sometimes people say, Oh, if only this thing could be changed in Islam, you know, it would be really good. If only this thing would be modified in the Qur'an, it would be really good. No, it's not going to be changed. It's not going to be modified. We have to modify ourselves. You know, just like the climate. Do we have control over the climate? No, we don't. Right? If you don't like the winters, just leave. Right? You don't like it, go somewhere else. But you cannot control the thermostat of Canada. Can you? You can't. You just have to accept it. You have to deal with it. This is how life is. And this is how deen is. We cannot change it. We cannot modify it. بَلْ أَتَيْنَاهُمْ بِذِكْرِهِمْ Rather, we have brought them their dhikr. A reminder for them. The Qur'an is a reminder for us. A message for us. فَهُمْ سُدَيْهِ عَنْ ذِكْرِهِمْ From their dhikr. مُعْرِضُونَ Ones who are turning away. And remember, dhikr is also mentioned, right? We have given them something that will be a source of their mention, a source of their glory, a source of their fame. This haq will bring them to power. The Prophet ﷺ said to the elders of Mecca, that if I were to tell you one word, and you accept it, you follow it. If you follow that, you would become the leaders of Arabs and non-Arabs. They said, oh, only one thing? What is it? Tell us. We'll take it. Prophet ﷺ said, لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله. They said, no, we're not taking that. We're not accepting it. If they accepted it, and those who did amongst them, what happened? Allah gave them glory, right? Allah gave them success. And those who didn't, what happened to Abu Jahl and Abu Lahab? Those who were full of pride and arrogance, what happened to them? We don't even know how many children they had. Most people don't even know their real names. What was Abu Lahab's actual name? What was Abu Jahl's actual name? Who knows here? Just raise your hand if you know it. Okay, I see only one hand. So, you see, it doesn't matter. If the name is also not known, yani all that glory is lost. And if the haqq is adopted, if the haqq is followed, then what happens? Abu Bakr is known, and Umar is known, and Ali is known, and Uthman is known. 
ولو اتبع الحق اهواءهم لفسدت السماوات والارض ومن فيهن بل اتيناهم بذكرهم فهم عن ذكرهم معرضون In Surah Yunus ayah 15 we learn that the mushrikeen said to the Prophet sallallahu Bring some other Qur'an or just change this Qur'an. Who then will accept you. No, we can't change it. This is it. أَمْ تَسْأَلُهُمْ خَرُجًا More excuses for their denial. Why is it that they deny? Is it because أَمْ or تَسْأَلُهُمْ You ask them خَرْجًا for a payment? خَرْج What's the root of this word? خَرَجَ To leave, right? So خَرْج is that which must leave your money. That money which must be taken out. Why? Because it's not yours anymore. You have to give it. It's someone else's haq. And it could be, for example, a payment that you have to make, a bill that you have to pay, alright? Zakat that has to be given, you know, a tax that has to be given. You know, for example, tax. What happens? You get your paycheck and then the tax is just taken away. You have no control over it. It's just taken away. This is kharj. So, أَمْ تَسْأَلُهُمْ خَرْجًا O Prophet ﷺ, are you asking the people for a payment and they don't want to pay that to you, they want to give it to you and this is why they're not accepting you, they're denying you? You know, for example, if someone comes and says, you know, I'll do this and this and this for you. You listen to me, I'll do this and this and this for you, but you have to pay me this much money. Then what do you tell them? You know what? I'm sorry, I can't pay you and I don't need your services. See you. Right? But the Prophet ﷺ, what did he demand from the people? That you have to give me this much money? No way. فَخَرَاجُ رَبِّكَ خَيْرٌ Allah says, فَخَرَاجُ So the payment, the reward, رَبِّك of your Lord, meaning the payment, the reward that your Lord will give you, that is خَيْر, that is much better. What can people give you? You're not expecting anything from them. You're not demanding anything from them. They cannot even pay you. They cannot even do justice to what you deserve. What Allah will give you, that is better. وَهُوَ خَيْرُ الرَّازِقِينَ And He is the best of providers. In Surah Sabah, Ayah 47 also we learn, قُلْ مَا سَأَلْتُكُمْ مِنْ أَجْرِ I do not ask you for any ajr. Whatever ajr you think that I am demanding from you, فَهُوَ لَكُمْ It is for you. You keep it. I don't need anything from you. Because in ajriya, إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ My reward is only from Allah. وَإِنَّكَ لَتَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ وَإِنَّكَ And indeed you, لَتَدْعُوهُمْ Surely you are inviting them إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ To the straight path. And the straight path is that which they do not like. And this is why they reject you. وَإِنَّ الَّذِينَ And indeed those people who لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْآخِرَةِ Who do not believe in the hereafter. عَنِ الصِّرَاطِ From the path, meaning from the right path, لَنَاكِبُونَ Surely ones who are deviating. نَاكِبُونَ Plural of نَاكِب نَاكِب from نُون كَافْ بَ نُكُوب is to swerve, to deflect, to steer away. So for example, you're walking straight and then you swerve. You go off to one side. You're driving straight, but then you get out of your lane. You're in the middle of two lanes. This is what? Nukub. And if you go like that, are you on the right path anymore? No, you're off it. You're going in a different direction now. So those who do not believe in the hereafter, they are not upon the right path. They have deviated from the right path. So who's on the right path? The one who believes in the akhirah. وَلَوْ رَحِمْنَاهُمْ And if we 
showed mercy to them. وَكَشَفْنَا And we removed. كَافْ شِينْ فَا كَشَفَ To unveil, to remove something that was covering. كَشَفْنَا We remove. مَا That which بِهِمْ with them مِنْ ضُرٍ Of hardship, of affliction. Meaning whatever affliction is covering them right now, if we were to show mercy to them and take that affliction away, would these people change? Allah says, لَلَجُّوا Surely they would persist فِي طُغْيَانِهِمْ In their transgression, يَعْمَهُونَ Wandering blindly. لَجُّوا You see the word لَلَجُّوا لَ Surely لَجُّوا لَجُّوا is from the root letters لَامْ جِيمْ جِيمْ لَجَاج لَجَاج is to become stubborn. To become stubborn, to insist, to not yield, to not conform. Alright? To not conform. This is lajaj. That it's not somebody's haq. It's not right for them to do something. But they still do it anyway. And they insist on doing it. They do not conform. They do not cooperate. They just do it their way. This is lajaj. Stubborn. You know, for example, if you are, you know, taking water from a water fountain, for example, right? And you are drinking a little bit. And then you see somebody else come then what do you do? You drink quickly. Why? So that they can have a turn. Right? But if you ignore them, and you take a sip, and then you're just going on your phone, and you take another sip, and you're going on your phone, and now there's not just one person waiting, there's five people waiting, and you just take your time drinking, drinking, what does that show? I mean, that you don't care about anybody. Extreme stubbornness. So, لَلَجُّ فِي طُغِيَانِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ They would not change. You see, there is a context to this ayah. When the Prophet ﷺ, he left Makkah, he was in Medina. What happened was that there were some Muslims who were not able to leave Makkah. Alright? And some Muslims had been captured by the mushrikeen. And they were being oppressed, tortured, abused. So the Prophet ﷺ, he would make qunut, he would make dua. Alright? In almost every salah, fajr especially. And then the Prophet ﷺ, he prayed that, Oh Allah, Help me against them with seven, like the seven years of famine of Yusuf. Meaning just as Yusuf was helped through the years of famine, right? Because when the years of famine came, then what happened? Before that, the king had a dream, alright? And then he wanted the interpretation. And then because of that, they ended up with Yusuf alayhi salam. And then he gave the interpretation and he also gave a plan. And that is what helped Yusuf alayhi salam come out of the prison. If it wasn't for those years of famine, who would care about Yusuf in the prison? Nobody, right? So the Prophet ﷺ prayed that, Oh Allah, you also help me through years of drought, of famine. So what happened? The people of Mecca were afflicted with a severe drought. Severe drought. So much so that they had nothing. Nothing. And this, inshallah, we will learn about more in Surah Al-Dukhan. So Abu Sufyan, he came to the Prophet ﷺ and he said, O Muhammad, you came to order us to keep good relations with kith and kin, and your kinsmen are now dying. So please invoke Allah. Please ask Allah to take this drought away from us. So what happened? The Prophet ﷺ made dua, and then the famine was removed. But did they change? Nope. They did not change. And this happened numerous times. And this reminds us of Fir'aun. Right? That each time an affliction was sent, he came to Musa and he said, if you make dua and this is removed, we will let Bani Israel go with you. 
But each time the affliction was removed, would they listen? Would they change? No. لَلَجُّ فِي طُغْيَانِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ وَلَقَدْ أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْعَذَابِ And certainly, we have gripped them with this عذاب. Meaning with the suffering. This is a warning. This is a warning. فَمَا سُنَاتْ إِسْتَكَانُوا لِرَبِّهِمْ They have not humbled before their Lord. وَمَا يَتَضَرَّعُونَ Nor did they humbly supplicate. Istakanu from the root letters sin kaf noon or kaf waw noon sin kaf noon or kaf waw noon istikana it means to surrender to give up you know for example hands up right you just give up you surrender this is istikana that a person stops doing what they were doing and they surrender they give up right you accept that yeah i was wrong i'm not going to do this anymore so allah says that they have been gripped with this punishment as a warning, but yet, this has not made them surrender. لِرَبِّهِمْ to their Lord. وَمَا يَتَضَرَّعُونَ يَتَضَرَّعُونَ from تَضَرُّعُ What is تَضَرُّعُ? To humbly call upon Allah, to implore, to beg Allah for forgiveness, for mercy. So you see, istikana, it's on the zahir, on the apparent. And where is تَضَرُّعُ? What is tadarru? The submission of the heart. Istikana is this outward surrender. And tadarru is the surrender of the heart. Neither happened. Their heart did not change, their actions did not change. You see when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts us in some hardship, what is that? It's a warning. It's a warning. You know, for instance, if we get severely ill, and each and every single person goes through some hardship in his life, you know, that teaches him life is short. That makes him realize his weakness and the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Could be an accident. Could be suffering a huge financial loss. Could be the death of a loved one. Could be any kind of loss in this life. A severe illness. Or this feeling that perhaps I am really sick. Or perhaps I have, you know, illness. You know, so for example, a person finds a lump somewhere in their body and they feel like it's a serious sign of something and they go for a test and they find out, oh, it's nothing. Right? But any, that realization that it could be my last days, it could be the beginning of a very painful time in my life. All of these incidents that happen in our lives, why do they come? To make us Surrender to make us give up our wrong ways, to make us humble in our hearts. But what does Allah say? That most people they don't learn from these things, they don't learn from these experiences. وَلَقَدْ أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْعَذَابِ لِرَبِّهِمْ وَمَا And this carries on. This continues. One near-death experience, one accident, one financial loss, one you know death in the family, one severe illness. You know, one thing after the other happens. If you look back at your life, many things have happened. Many great things have happened that were enough to teach us. But we don't change. Hatta until إِذَا fatahna, When we open عَلَيْهِمْ on them بَابًا The gate of the adabin, possessing punishment, shadidin, which is severe. Because eventually what happens? Then the floodgates open. Right? And then, 
the hardships, they just pour down on us. Even then some people don't change. And what do they do? إِذَا then هُمْ دَيْ فِيهِ in it مُبْلِسُونَ Ones who plunge in despair. Ones who are deep in despair. Then again, instead of turning to Allah, they become despairing. مُبْلِسُونَ is a plural of مُبْلِس. Who is مُبْلِس? From Iblas. One who is deep in despair. Basically someone who is speechless in grief. Meaning he doesn't even know what to say. Mind is numb. Tongue is speechless. Heart doesn't feel anything. Tears don't come. It's like stone. Hardened. Mublis. To become extremely despaired. So what do we see in these verses? That when Allah sends difficulties our way, it is to shake us. To wake us up. Get us out of that ghamrah. Open your eyes. Realize your reality. Realize the reality of this life. Realize what you're heading to, where you're going. This is a journey. It's going to end sooner or later. Do something before it ends. And one or two incidents like this are sufficient to teach us. But when a person doesn't learn from them, then what happens? One thing after the other, and he doesn't change at all. Until when the hardships are opened up on him, even then he doesn't change. The greatest calamity even does not soften him. Instead of softening, he becomes despaired. And over here is a threat, basically. That if we don't learn from minor things, then expect major things. And may Allah keep us in His protection. Because when a person does not learn from the things that happen in his life, he doesn't change his behavior, then sooner or later, greater things will come. Greater hardships will come. If not in this life, then in the hereafter. And you see, many times it happens that a person, he does not change, he does not surrender, he does not submit to Allah. But what happens when the angel of death appears? Then he breaks down. Then he will break. Then the hardest heart will also break. What happened to Fir'aun? What happened when he saw that he was going to finish, he was going to drown? He said, I believe, I believe, I surrender, I give up. Because we cannot challenge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We cannot withstand His power. His command. We cannot resist it. We cannot resist it. We belong to Him. He has power over us. If we don't surrender, if we don't willingly go, we'll be forced to go. We'll be forced to surrender. وَهُوَ الَّذِي أَنْشَأَ لَكُمْ And He is the one who has produced for you السَّمْعَ وَالْأَبْصَارَ وَالْأَفْئِدَةِ Hearing, vision, heart. قَلِيلًا مَّا تَشْكُرُونَ Little it is that you show gratitude. وَهُوَ الَّذِي And He is the one who ذَرَأَكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ Who has spread you, multiplied you through the earth. ذَرَأَ is to scatter, to multiply. From the same root is the word ذُرِّيَّة Children, offspring, because they disperse, they spread. He has scattered you through the earth. وَإِلَيْهِ تُحْشَرُونَ And to Him you shall all be gathered together. He scattered you and then He will gather you. وَهُوَ الَّذِي And He is the one who يُحْيِي وَيُمِيتِ He gives life and He gives death. وَلَهُ And for Him, meaning He has the power to do what? اِخْتِلَافُ Alternation of اللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارُ The night and the day. He is the one who changes the night into the day and the day into the night. أَفَلَا تَعْقِلُونَ Then do you not reason? Do you not use your mind? 
Do you realize who Allah is? What are you without Him? بَلْ قَالُوا Rather they have said, مِثْلَ Similar to مَا قَالَ الْأَوَّلُونَ That which the first one said. That which the earlier people said. The prior people said. The former people said. Which people? People of Nuh, people of Salih, people of Hud. All of these prophets, their nations, what did they say? قَالُوا They said, أَإِذَا What? When? مِتْنَا We have died. وَكُنَّا تُرَابًا And we have turned into dust. وَعِظَامًا And bones. أَإِنَّا what? Are we going to be resurrected again? Meaning, the people today express shock and amazement when resurrection is mentioned. They say, how is it possible? Allah says, this is not something new. The people before them, the earliest people also said the same thing. They expressed amazement at resurrection, that how is it possible? They said, لَقَدْ certainly وَعِدْنَا We were promised. نَحْنُ we وَأَغَاؤُنَا And our forefathers. هَذَا this Meaning this resurrection, we have been promised that this resurrection will come, this day of judgment will come. And our previous generations, even they were promised that this day of judgment will come. مِنْ قَبْلُ before, And it has still not come. It has still not come. Have you ever heard people saying this? Oh, 1400 years ago it was said the day of judgment is going to come. And the Prophet ﷺ apparently said that him and the sa'a, the hour are like this. You know, two fingers he put together and he said that I and the hour are like this. Meaning after me, the next major thing that's going to happen is the day of judgment. But it has still not happened 1400 years. They say, إِنْ هَذَا إِلَّا أَسَاطِيرُ الْأَوَّلِينَ This is nothing except the stories of the previous people. It's only myths. It's a myth. This day of judgment is a myth. Do we hear people saying such things today? Yes. Allah says, people before said the same. At the time of the Prophet ﷺ, people said this. People of Nuh ﷺ said this. Every generation of deniers said this. But we have learned that just because something is not here already, it doesn't mean that it will never come. It will come. Right? We think that it is far. But it's actually... Near. إِنَّهُمْ يَرَوْنَهُ بَعِيدًا وَنَرَاهُ قَرِيبًا And if you think about it, how ancient is this universe? How old it is? Thousands of years old, right? So the major portion of the existence of this earth has already passed. Now what is left until the Day of Judgment is less compared to the time that has passed. You understand? That from the beginning of the creation... Until the day of judgment. Right? If you put that on a timeline. Where the Prophet ﷺ is in that timeline. The time that has passed before him is much more than the time that is left after him until the day of judgment. Go ahead. In class this week we were just learning about how if the history of the earth was fit all into one day, then just the existence of humans alone would appear at like... 11.58 in the night. So like if we look at that in perspective, then how close the Day of Judgment is. SubhanAllah. To whom does the earth belong to? Liman for whom is al-ardu the earth? Waman fiha and whoever is in it. This earth, who does it belong to? What's the answer? Allah. Whatever is in the earth, who does that belong to? Allah. In kuntum ta'lamun, if you really know, 
if you know a lot of stuff, do you even know this one basic fact? That this earth and everything in it is not independent, it is owned by someone? Because it was made by someone? سَيَقُولُونَ لِلَّهِ Soon they will say, it belongs to Allah. قُلْ Then say, أَفَلَا تَذَكَّرُونَ Then will you not remember? If he owns this, he owns you. How can you deny him? How can you deny his messenger? How can you turn away from his message? قُلْ Say, ask them, make them think. مَنْ رَبُّ السَّمَاوَاتِ السَّبْعِ Who is the Lord of the seven skies? وَرَبُّ الْعَرْشِ الْعَظِيمِ And the Lord of the great throne. سَيَقُولُونَ لِلَّهِ Soon they will say, He belongs to Allah. He is the Rabb. He is the Lord, the Creator, the Maker, the Owner of all of this. Because you see the mushrikeen of Makkah, the mushrikeen, they believed in Allah. But they also associated partners with Allah. They believed in Allah's rububiyyah. That He alone is the Rabb. They knew that. They believed in it. And there are many people who believe that there is a God, Creator, Maker, Supreme Being. Right? But what happens? They associate partners with Him. قُلْ أَفَلَا تَتَّقُونَ Say, then do you not fear Allah, the owner, the maker, the master of all? You're not afraid of Him? You are challenging Him? You're denying His promise? You doubt His word? قُلْ Say, مَنْ who biyadihi in his hand malakutu kulli shay the dominion of all things see the word malakut it's not just milkiya ownership malakut all ownership this entire kingdom whose is it who does it belong to man biyadihi malakutu kulli shay in whose hand is the ownership of all things wa huwa and he yujiru he gives protection. Jim wa jar from the same root neighbor, because the neighbor is meant to protect his fellow neighbor, right? So wahua yujiru, he gives protection. He is the giver of protection and shelter. Wala and not yujaru. He is given protection alayhi against him. Meaning none can be given protection against Allah. The giver of protection is who? Allah alone. And who can give protection against Allah? Who can? No one can. There is no protection, no refuge, no shelter against Allah, from Allah. Protection is only with Him. In kuntum ta'lamun. If you really know, if you should know. سَيَقُولُونَ لِلَّهِ Soon they will say, Allah. Allah is the one who owns the malakut kulli shay. He is the one who gives protection. None can be protected against Him. قُلْ then say, if you understand that He is the Lord, He is the owner, He is the one with ultimate power and authority, then فَأَنَّا تُسْحَرُونَ Then from where are you deluded? تُسْحَرُونَ from sihr. Sihr is what? Magic. Meaning, what happens to you? You know like a person, magic has been done on them and they're not thinking right? They're not behaving correctly? I mean, they're acting all weird? What's wrong with you? Has magic been done on you? What's wrong with your sense? You realize who Allah is, you know who He is, yet you don't fear Him, yet you challenge Him, yet you deny His message. فَأَنَّا تُسْحَرُونَ بَلْ أَتَيْنَاهُمْ بِالْحَقِّ 
Rather, we have brought them the truth. وَإِنَّهُمْ And indeed they لَكَاذِبُونَ Surely they're liars. They're lying. How are they lying? What are they lying about? When they say, Oh, Muhammad وسلم is not reliable. When they say, There is no message that Allah ever sent. When they say, There is no messenger that Allah ever sent. When they say, There is no judgment. All of these are lies. What is the truth then? What is Al-Haq? What Allah has said. بَلْ أَتَيْنَاهُمْ بِالْحَقِّ You see, there's two ways of living this life, right? One is that which Allah has taught, which has come from Allah. And the other is that which people have made up, whatever version it may be. One is حَق and the other is كَذِب. One is truth and the other is false. What is truth? That, that which has come from Allah. Anything, anything in life, When you put it against the word of Allah and it contradicts it, then realize that what has come from Allah is haq. And what has come from someone else, what is that? It's falsehood. When it contradicts the haq. When it contradicts the haq, it is falsehood. So what is it that we accept? What Allah has said. Because there is no doubt about it. There is no doubt in it. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. أَفَلَمْ يَدَّبَّرُوا الْقَوْلَ أَمْ جَاءَهُمْ مَا لَمْ يَأْتِ آبَاءَهُمُ الْأَوَّلِينَ أَمْ لَمْ يَعْرِفُوا رَسُولَهُمْ فَهُمْ لَهُ مُنْكِرُونَ أَمْ يَقُولُونَ بِهِ جِنَّةٌ بَلْ جَاءَهُمْ بِالْحَقِّ وَأَكْثَرُهُمْ لِلْحَقِّ كَارِهُونَ وَلَوْ اتَّبَعَ الْحَقُّ أَهْوَاءَهُمْ لَفَسَدَتِ السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضُ وَمَنْ فِيهِمْ بَلْ أَتَيْنَاهُمْ بِذِكْرِهِمْ فَهُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِهِمْ أَمْ تَسْأَلُهُمْ خَرْجًا فَخَرَاجُ رَبِّكَ خَيْرٌ وَهُوَ خَيْرُ الرَّازِقِينَ وَإِنَّكَ لَتَدْعُوهُمْ إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ وَإِنَّ الَّذِينَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْآخِرَةِ عَنِ الصِّرَاطِ لَنَاكِبُونَ وَلَوْ رَحِمْنَاهُمْ وَكَشَفْنَا مَا بِهِمْ مِنْ ضُرٍّ لَلَجُّوا فِي طُغْيَانِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ وَلَقَدْ أَخَذْنَاهُمْ بِالْعَذَابِ فَمَا اسْتَكَانُوا لِرَبِّهِمْ وَمَا يَتَضَرَّعُونَ حَتَّى إِذَا فَتَحْنَا عَلَيْهِمْ ذَرَأَكُمْ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَإِلَيْهِ تُحْشَرُونَ 
See, the basic problem of the mushrikeen of Makkah was they did not like the truth. And this is why they denied it. And for that, they came up with one justification and another excuse. But none of those were valid. And then we see in these verses, they're made to realize, what are you rejecting? Whose message are you rejecting? Whose hukum are you avoiding? The one who owns you? The one whom you cannot find any shelter against? The one who made you? And it might seem like a very bad thing that the people of Mecca were doing, but we need to reflect on ourselves also, right? Because sometimes there is something from Allah that we do not like. Because we find it difficult, or it doesn't suit our wishes. It doesn't go according to how we want to live our lives. But that is where we need to remind ourselves that whose creation am I? Who do I belong to? Where did I come from? And who am I going back to? How can I avoid what He has commanded? How can I ignore what He has sent? There is no running away from Him. And if I do, eventually I'll be broken. Because every person who avoids surrendering to Allah, eventually he is forced to submit. Because no one can fight the angel of death. No one can resist the angel of death. Each and every one of us is going back to him. And if you notice in all of these verses over and over again, Akhirah is mentioned, right? Belief in the Akhirah. Because where that is there, then that pushes a person to control his desires and to do that which is right. And when the belief in the Akhirah is missing, then what happens? A person gets lazy, spending hours, time after time, just wasting his life, wasting any opportunity that comes his way, not taking life seriously, not taking anything seriously. 
So islah comes from where? Belief in Allah and belief in the akhirah. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik. Nashadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nastaghfiruka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.